Hello and welcome to Holistic Mental Health and Healing with Dr. Tyler Woods, Ph.D. Please remember this show does not diagnose illness or prescribe treatments. Please see your primary care physician for such needs. Now let's take the holistic journey with Dr. Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Dr. Tyler Woods and welcome to Holistic Mental Health and Healing. Today I want to dedicate my show to Ed. Ed found it necessary to take his own life this past month and a lot of it was due to dysfunctional family and not being able to get his head around how dysfunctional uh, his family was and it got me thinking that we don't pay enough attention to the long-term results of living with a dysfunctional family whether you're a child a teenager or a grown adult like me in my 60s um, so I'd like to dedicate this show to him dysfunctional families Wow you know I come from a dysfunctional family and um, I call myself a very proud black sheep and actually have a tattoo on me that says black sheep because I wear my role proudly and we'll get into black sheeps at a different show but you know I have a family that tends to villainize me uh, makes me a bad guy spreads gossip about me um, does a lot of things that um, typical families wouldn't do but they do everything that a dysfunctional family would do so um, when I get people gossiping about me from my family or embellishing the truth about things that I have done my family struggles with me being in recovery I've been sober 29 years um, and in my 20s or very early 20s I gotten in trouble with drugs and alcohol um, they still live as if I was still an alcoholic and so you know they tell people often about trouble I've gotten into and they forget to say to people you know I've been sober 29 years or I have a PhD and I help people get sober dysfunctional families focus on the bad things and never talk about the good things now what is my reaction when these things happen mm. Sometimes I get angry, but for the most part anymore, I try not to giggle too much. I have compassion for them, and I let that energy pass through me, and I realize that integrity will always rise above a family that tries to make you look bad. Now, people, please try to understand that they need and want and desire for you to look bad only so they could look good and you don't have to accept it walk with peace and grace and become a better individual you see um, dysfunctional family they regularly experience conflict there's always misbehaviors some form of emotional or spiritual abuse um, in, in a way uh, people who have dysfunctional families tend to accommodate each other dysfunctional families um, always have it's an inside job but here's the thing about dysfunctional family dysfunctional family um, normally has 
one overtly abusive parent and one that is very codependent of that parent who tends to turn the blind eye. Dysfunctional parents may learn their behaviors perhaps from their own families, and so there's a cycle. Um, dysfunctional families, I got to tell you, they don't cope with stress in a healthy matter. They blame and um, it's a constant battle of blaming and shaming. Dysfunctional families lack many traits of healthy families. Um, and so today I want to talk about the great confusion that it, it creates. What is a dysfunctional family? Um, it's hard to explain everything, but most of them lack some sort of empathy. They have poor communication. Um, they are always in denial about something. They have a lot of disrespect for boundaries. Um, it, it's a family that wants to be in control. Um, there's excessive criticism. There's lots of gossip. Somebody in the family is always angry. Um, parents try to get the children to take sides. They try to keep the children separate from each other so they can't compare stories. They, in, with intent, try to create conflict between siblings, and there's a lot of triangulation going on. There's a lot of double messages. Somewhere in that dysfunctional family, there is enmeshment abnormal admission. Um, there is a reality shifting that takes place. Um, there's a lot of rejection or preferential treatment um, where, in my case, um, I'm not the preferred child and I'm okay with that. But in my friend's case, him not being the preferred child, it costed him his life. So, you know, we have to really be careful. And the list I just gave you is just a small list of how you can tell if you're from a dysfunctional family. Now, with that said, most people don't need a list. They know they are from a dysfunctional family. They alter the truth to confuse you. They twist the intentions and they create um, events um, where they are not responsible and make you feel responsible. But no matter how a dysfunctional family distorts the truth, you have to remember this, they are toxic, period. A healthy family is an open family. They have no secrets. They get along well. They want their children to talk to one another. They try not to create conflict. Parents make it their business to help the children get along. What causes a dysfunctional family? Many say it's a cycle. I mean, if you weren't around a healthy family, um, you pass that dysfunction, so it's a cycle. Um, depression, anger, um, um, narcissism, pathological lying, addictions, all those are mental health issues. And so oftentimes what causes a dysfunctional family is untreated, undiagnosed mental health. And you can tell a family, you can go to counseling and get help. But at this point, most families that are extremely dysfunctional do not seek help. 
if you have a family member that's toxic and controlling, um, dishonest, stop and think for a moment. They villainize you because their self-esteem and self-worth is horrible. Well, they have to put you on a lower level so they feel good. And I'm here to tell you, don't go there. Let your family members be as they are. People will recognize who they are. And don't take responsibility for their actions. Just take responsibility for how you react. We can't control someone's bad behavior. Don't start now. The impacts of growing up in a dysfunctional family can be long-term. However, please know it doesn't have to determine your destiny. You can learn and you can heal. You can overcome leftover feelings from living in a dysfunctional childhood. And then if it comes up in adulthood, like for me, I'm seeing the dysfunctioning even more so as an adult. You don't have to walk into it. You can't change the past, but you can sit there and you can take care of yourself now, today. You know, in a perfect world, I suppose you could talk about your family issues with your family, but with dysfunctional families, there's no talking. So be sure to get help, someplace where you can talk. I suggest to people oftentimes, adult children of alcoholics, CODA meetings, um, anything where you can start working on the dysfunction. Um, and I'm a big fan of one-on-one -on -one counseling. However, because there's options to deal with dysfunctioning families, you don't get to blame your bad behavior on your childhood anymore or on your family. See, the great thing about growing up is you can gain pers some perspective, um, some insight, some autonomy, and with this comes the capability of better coping skills than you had as a child. I mean, the coping skills I have now as an adult would have served me well as a child, but I certainly don't blame my life today on my dysfunctional family. I take responsibility, and that's what you have to do. So you may feel angry, you may feel cheated and bitter, but your attitude doesn't have to project that. Your family's behavior isn't responsible for how you act now in the now today. You are. What happened in your childhood was not your choice. But what happens today to you? Yeah, that's your choice. No more excuses. You know how to do this. You don't know how to do it? Okay, let me tell you what's helped me. First of all, I've dropped the victimhood or survivor mentality. You have to. You were certainly cheated. Mm -hmm. And you certainly were a victim as a small child. Um, your family might have created an identity for you that made you feel less than. But you're more than that today. You have grown up and you are more than that. Like for me, my family was dysfunctional and I thought, how am I going to deal with this as an adult? Well, I went to counseling and then I went to school. I became a psychotherapist because I wanted to be better than how I was raised. I wanted to help those who have a dysfunctional family so they could learn how to rise above it. 
So I guess that brings up my next topic of how you can deal with dysfunctional family, and that is become the best there is. Rise above. Um, I think I feel like I rose above by going and getting educated and spending a lifetime working with people who are from dysfunctional families. Um, Also, I want you to rise above by, you know, you have family. But they don't treat you like family. But one thing I have that's really been helpful is I have family of soul or choice. And those are the friends in my life and the people in my life that love me unconditionally. Um, Oftentimes I am very much so uninvited to any kind of holidays with my family. Um, And what I want to suggest to you is when that happens, just rise above and have family of soul. Be with the people in your life that treat you unconditionally with love and respect. Your friends will overlook mistakes that you make. Your family will highlight it and shame you. So be with the people that make you feel good. The other thing that's going to really help you and dysfunctional family, this is kryptonite to dysfunctional family is that set boundaries. Oh, don't kid yourself. They will go out of their way to break them. They will find ways to shame and blame you. They will insult you. They will do anything they can to stop boundaries. But don't let your guard down. Stick to the boundaries and stick to the consequences of that boundary. And we'll talk about that as well in another show of how to make sure you stick to boundaries that you set up. Boundaries are really important when you have a dysfunctional family. So if your dysfunctional family refuses to listen or acclimate to your boundaries, then stop contact for a while. Make sure your boundaries are maintained. You didn't ask for dysfunctional family, but it doesn't give you permission for you to raise a dysfunctional family. And you don't have permission to let it take your life. I feel bad for my friend who had the need to take his life because his family was so dysfunctional. And it kind of helped me open my eyes that we need to pay more attention to adults who are still in a dysfunctional family. We need to pay attention of what that does to us, and we need to pay attention on how we can heal and become our own individuals and rise above with dysfunctional family. Get the help you need. Read books, get counseling, uh, stick to the winners, rise above. Walk with the peace. And speaking of walk with the peace, this is Dr. Tyler Wood saying, walk in peace. (laughs) 